0: Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, a standalone actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Each episode microplot is a complete adventure with a beginning and an end that fits into an overarching macroplot of the whole season. Because they stand sturdily on their own, you can listen to these episodes in any order and can skip any you don't enjoy. We are joined today by Simmond.
1: Hi everybody, I'm Simmond. I am a level 19 druid. I am a very large man. Um kind of fuzzy kind of blue you know the usual and uh i have an army of trees waiting outside just casually there just so everyone knows rook hello i am rook i am an
2: old man gnome uh 350 plus years old i've got white hair bushy eyebrows bushy beard and i have two shields strapped to my arms one for blocking and defending and one for punching and um I uh yeah, that's it. That's me. That's Rook. And Zero. Hi everyone, my name is Zero. I'm a level
3: 19 Half Elf Paladin. I'm around 5'5. Five five. I have some beautiful shiny white and gold museum armor on with a pretty adequate
1: longsword. Um that's about it. It's more than adequate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're all in the fire-breathing kittens guild hall. The guild is a large building with a bar, a sitting area with wooden tables and chairs, and a wall with a corkboard. And there is there are currently no job flyers posted. What are you all doing this early morning?
1: I think I'm probably still just admiring Zero's long sword. <laughs> it's
4: Meanwhile... not a short
1: sword for a reason. <laughs> Meanwhile, I am uh whipping up a,
2: a griddle full of pancakes for everybody. Uh, for the early risers,
1: Simmons loves Zero.
3: food. Zero sitting at the bar, awkwardly, well, slightly paying attention to <laughs> S- Simmons awkwardly staring at him. <laughs> Question mark.
1: <laughs> Simmons just messing with you.
2: And uh, about that time, I'll I'll say. Food time, and I'll slap down some pancakes on the table. Nice. All
0: right, as you guys dig into these pancakes, are they of a particular flavor, like chocolate chip, or?
2: I think oddly, there's a sweet and a savory option. <laughs> <laughs> we can keep it vague if they you like want. they got some bacon on yeah, them. Yeah, for sure, the maple bacon situation. Simon will get some, some of crepe situation going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And there's, uh, there's potatoes and eggs and sausages and, uh, and just standard hearty breakfast fare plus sweet breakfast fare also. Nice, nice. Well, what do you guys want to get up to today?
0: And as you say that, (laughs) in comes the mail lady. And she is holding a flyer that sparkles silver in the sunlight and she pins it to the board, waves, snags a pancake, and goes on her way.
2: <laughs> oh, well, uh, let's take a look at this. Yeah, let's do it.
0: Okay, do you all walk over?
2: pancake. Yes. With a couple pancakes to go, yes.
0: Awesome. So, on the silver piece of paper, written in sparkling ink that looks like crystal shards, it says, Several of my guard have gone missing off my estate in Rhett's wood. All that's left is a shard of crystal in their wake. Can you help me? And it's signed in very calligraphy-esque, like, over-the-top swirls type writing. Raina Silverthorne.
2: Well, I'm trying <laughs> I'm trying to furiously remember my background. I think I live in Redswood. <laughs> That's where my house was. Um, yeah. Hey, guys. We should check this out. Yeah,
3: absolutely. We definitely should. Crystals. I mean, I'm in. Um,
1: so the guards are disappearing there's a crystal left in their place um all right yeah do we know where this estate is um would i know <laughs> I'm trying to
2: yes
0: the name rain is uh, silverthorn does ring a bell uh, um,
2: yeah that's right i did live in red <laughs> sorry i was like <laughs> that sounds so familiar okay <laughs>
0: it's almost like it's home uh all right when you hear the name, you know that she was quite close to your home in Rettswood, um and she lives on a large estate and she's known to be something of kind of an eccentric scientist.
2: Oh, sweet. And it was Raina Silverthorne? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I uh I know all about her. She um she lived, you know, roughly nearby my shack in the woods and um and yeah, she was she was a bit of a, you know, eccentric and scientist inventor, whatever. And uh, I never met her, but she I do know of her at least, so I can probably get us there. All right.
3: Oh, no, the last time we dealt with scientists, this did not turn out super well, but sure.
2: <laughs> you got to have faith. I actually similarly had a bad time with experiments last time, so that's fine. What could go wrong?
0: You could ask what could go right.
1: <laughs> that's the spirit. Except we always go left. That's true.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so how are you guys getting to her estates?
2: Oh, man. Uh, do you guys have any sort of uh, mode of transportation? or? Simon,
3: do you want to carry us with your beautiful moth wings to there?
1: Oh, that's right. I do have moth wings now. Uh, they're pretty encased in tree sap right now, though. They're They're there. They're not overly functional. They're there in case oh, yeah, we need that's them. Right. I mm. forgot about that. Is there? Can we just walk there?
2: Can, yeah. <laughs> How far away is it? Are we? Y- you live there. It... I, know, I know. Like I'm trying to load up a map. It's it's a little ways. We might want a horse or a cart or something. I think. Um. Let us see here. Let's quickly load up a map.
3: Where's that weird scientist guy with that Margaret thing that took us
1: last
0: time?
1: I mean honestly Simon can just turn into a warhorse if you would prefer.
0: There's also a train station. Oh.
1: Ah. Oh,
2: let's go to the train station, that seems logical. Sure. Okay, it's it's actually not that far, I looked it up, but it's <laughs> we're kidding Oh man. We're chugging there with the train. All right, let's go buy some tickets.
0: Are you guys headed to the train station? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, as you guys are walking towards the train <laughs> station, uh you see a poster and it says Newly Reformed Purple Boot Theater Troupe. One night only special performance Silverthorn Estates.
1: Oh boy. Mm, I've heard about them. Oh, have you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, Silverthorn Estates, isn't that where we're going? Yeah. So, okay, they're going to be there. Cool. We'll keep an Is- eye out for that lot. Is it is it bad, good, or good, good or bad, bad? Uh, they were very incompetent to the point of they had some deaths on their on their staff. <laughs> right? Okay. Am I I'm oh, remembering that right? Okay, yes.
2: Uh, awesome. All right. It's well, fine.
0: Okay. <laughs> you guys have. I we'll... gold to buy trade tickets, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You guys walk in. I'm assuming you just want to buy the tickets and get on the train.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Great. Sure.
0: Yeah. Um, So as you guys are riding on the train and you kind of get out of the city and into the woods, and of course this is going to be a rather quick train ride, um, however, as you're kind of getting closer in, can I have a perception check?
2: Oh, wow. I got a 26. 22. Hmm. And 11.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So 0 you're having a great time. You're just looking out the window, just hanging out, not really paying attention. But for my other two, for Simmond and Rook, as you guys kind of glance out the window, you catch, well, Simmond, you see a deer, and it's not like a normal deer. It has antlers made of what looks like quartz crystal, and it occasionally appears in the corner behind the trees as, you know, the train is going by because it's not a super slow train. And then... Rook, you see this a similar image, but you also see a wolf.
2: Hmm. Is it also quartzy, y Yes,
0: it is. They are both quartzy and crystal-y. and you hmm. you see them enough to like recognize what they are, but not enough to like see where they're headed. Um. And then the train. Okay, so it's like. Oh, go ahead.
2: I was just saying, so it's like a glance.
0: Yes, and okay. Then the train stops, and you guys are at the train stop, and you do know that you have about a 10-ish minute walk to get to the estates or at the entrance of the train station is Punnett which is proudly declared via a name tag that says Punnett, head of Purple Boot Theater
2: (laughs) Purple Boot Um Is this the guy that let people die?
0: (laughs) You can roll a history check if you want Sure
3: (laughs) <laughs> a five
0: <laughs> you have no idea <laughs> you're just like oh i feel like i've heard some bad rumors about this person but they seem kind of trustworthy Punnant is a very short only about three and a half feet tall it looks like halfling and they are wearing some dark theater clothes and the sign in front says punit theater troupe director looking for actors want to try and sh- <laughs> she calls out to you guys as you're getting off the train she says oh hi mo- you must be fire breathing kitten guild members i love your guild it's wonderful you create some wonderful actors would you be willing to be hired for a job
1: what happened to your last actors <laughs> i heard they died i don't know if
3: i trust this
0: well their deaths were untimely but not my fault of course <sighs>
3: well, what's- what does that mean
0: yeah. <laughs> You know when you you try to entertain a dragon and you go it goes poorly. Occasionally, you get eaten.
2: I mean, I suppose that logic checks out. But why why were we entertaining a dragon to begin with?
0: Oh, that's neither here nor there. Are you interested in performing, or where are you headed?
3: We're here for a mission. I personally am not interested in performing.
2: Yeah, I think uh, Rook is on on that. On that specific train as well And I have no interest in performing Anything I uh I have
1: Other people do that around Me but not me I would say let's go see if we can Get into the manor without <laughs> Without Any uh other distractions but who Knows maybe we'll be back
0: uh, Of course of course you must be headed To Miss Silverthorne's Estate she did hire us tonight But on your way uh, very well and then Punnett like turns away and is trying to get some other people to join up in their schemes. Uh, Your walk to the estates is pretty typical in the woods. The path is, it's a nice day. It's good temperature. It's kind of a nice little stroll. When you get to the gates, when you get to the gates, they are, silver and of course they look like rose bushes all entangled together and in the rose bush it says silverthorn and there's a fence going all the way around this property so the only way in is the gates
2: mhm I, I i think i'll i'll be like mid conversation to being like and my shack is about 3 hours through the woods that direction with no one around and uh, i just live there by myself it's about the size of a closet so and that's that. Oh, look, we're here. We did a it. a me size closet or a you size closet. Definitely a me size closet. Yeah. Punnett was not short in my eyes. <laughs> we are about the same height. <laughs> so when you say shack, you
3: really mean a shack.
2: Yeah. I like to keep it real basic these days.
3: Hey, Simon, do your trees that are following us ever just want to go back
1: to nature and be part of the woods? they seem to like me. I don't know. I keep awakening trees and I let them do whatever they want, but they keep following me around and I do my best to, you know, be good to them and keep them well pruned and promote healthy growth. So I don't know. How, how many is an army? Exactly. Oh, I have 12 right now. Oh, okay. okay, <laughs> That's not bad.
3: Do Do we need more? There's a lot of trees around here. Oh, you never know. I
2: just awaken a new one every day. Oh, sweet! All right. Well, do we do we knock on a gate? I don't, you said it was. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> should we go knock? I guess. I don't know. It looks like we're here.
3: Should we just walk in? I mean, they should be expecting us, right? They posted the quest. I suppose
2: that's true. We can uh, wave it around violently as we uh, as we walk up. Zero is gonna go ahead and open the gate or attempt to.
0: As your hand pushes against it. Um, you feel a warmth kind of flooding up your arm, and it's like a safe, happy feeling. And the vines on the rose bush and uncurl to reveal the opening.
3: Well, that's cool. That was a really weird feeling from opening a gate. I'm gonna <laughs> note that.
2: Uh, awesome. Well, let's do it, and I'm gonna wander on in.
0: Um, it does take you a couple minutes to get up the driveway of the estate. Is It is an estate after all. Um, but as you come upon the main house, it's a large homey cabin covered in moss, but I'm going to need you guys to do another perception check.
1: Hmm. 13. 17. 18.
0: Okay. So Simmond and Zero, as you guys are getting closer and closer to the estate, you do notice that there seems to be something weird going on with the flora and fauna of this place. Some of the vines on the trees have this weird crystal shimmer to them, or there's a leaf on the ground that looks like it recently fell from a tree and all of the different veins on it are silvered. And then you also, as you come upon the house, standing on the front porch is that large buck that you saw on the train with the crystal antlers and the wolf, as well as an elven woman wearing what looks to be like it used to be a pristine white doctor's coat, but it's now kind of stained with dirt and soil. And there's some green on the elbows where it looks like someone might, the woman wearing it might've fallen in some grass. Um, And she, her hair is long and Brown, but it also has like a tree branch kind of, not like a large branch, but like a stick sticking out of the side of it. And there's some leaves in her hair and she waves and she says oh hi you must be the fire breathing kittens uh are you did you are you here to answer the call or are you here for the performance Uh, i believe
1: i believe we're here to answer the call and you know see what's going on with your guards
3: zero's gonna run up and attempt to pet the crystal deer
0: (laughs) (laughs) are you literally running or are you just approaching calmly
3: approaching at a fast and paced
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna uh wink at the deer and <laughs> give him advantage in animal handling because I have oh it's one of my abilities as a druid um I have advantage on any kind of like charisma checks on animals
3: oh I can roll my animal handling is
1: great well now you can roll twice <laughs> okay
0: go ahead and roll animal handling okay
1: a 16 a roll with
0: advantage so we can see if you nat 20 on this
3: okay a 18
0: okay so as you approach the deer kind of he jumps a little bit but then he just kind of looks and then puts his head down to be pet and scratched and the woman who you now assume to be reina says oh that's argent he's my pet deer he's tends to be pretty friendly though next time i Would suggest maybe not running completely up to him. You know, they are prey animals after all.
3: (laughs) When I see cute animals, I run and pet them. Also, how did he become a crystal?
0: Ah, see, isn't that the, the crux of the thing? That's why I'm here. That's why I'm exploring. You know, mom and dad just, like, did not want me to come here because, you know, heiress and all and rich and I'm wasting my money and blah, 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 science, you know? And so I'm here and I'm exploring this because... All of these places here seem to just have these crystal qualities and I can't figure out why because there's not like there's any caverns or anything underneath us uh, that were recorded and I can't seem, every time I try to dig in the dirt, we end up back at the house. So we're still kind of working out that funky mat and she's just going off on all of her scientific <laughs> research.
1: Wait, there's a lot to unpack there. So this place is a naturally crystal rich, like all of these crystalline things. They've been here the entire time you've been here, correct? Yeah. And when you dig in the dirt, you get transported to your house? Yes. How does that work?
0: No idea. We are trying to figure that out.
2: Treading on some undiscovered territory here, all right.
0: Okay, okay.
2: So are the guards that are missing, did they go digging? Or they, what? What's? how did that happen?
0: So occasionally, because we have so many crystals, and also because of Argent, and then also... Um, my the pet wolf that we kind of have hanging around here and she points to the crystal wolf who's just he's just hanging he's just chilling staring at everybody um and he we occasionally get some uh poachers problem children people that want to steal what we have here and i'm not a hundred percent sure if it's like not an invasive species it seems to only be contained to this relative area but i don't know what would happen if it got out so we try to keep it all contained and i'm happy to share you know all my research once i'm done i just want to make sure that we're not like in some world ending crystal monster thing you know (laughs) um so uh we have guards that patrol at night and uh lately they haven't been coming back they go out and they do their patrol route and normally everything's pretty quiet Um, and i mean sometimes people just leave it's creepy we live in the woods But I don't think my brother would have left. Um, He was doing patrol the other night because, of course, we're like down guards. And um, the only thing that was left was his pet wolf. Um, And at the mention of her brother, the wolf kind of puts his face down and looks kind of morose. Um, And she just kind of pets it and is like, I'm sorry. And then keeps going. And she says, yeah, so I'm not sure if it's related to the digging thing or what's going on there. But that's why I called you.
3: Do you think maybe the something is causing the people to become crystal animals? Because that was kind of a strange reaction oh. with the wolf.
0: Well, no, I mean we. So we we found the wolf when he was like a baby, and so he's like really tied to my brother, and like my brother has this weird like psychic thing going on with him. I don't really know. That's I have Arjan. I don't really deal with the baby dog um and uh, you know it's too needy and it was a puppy and it needed more care than i could give it so that's why i just let my brother do what he wanted with it and deer are pretty easier they're grazing and she kind of goes off on a tangent and brings herself back and she goes i don't i don't think that's what's going on because if it was then the other two would have come back as animals right
2: hmm
3: true it, that is true. Are there more crystal animals around here? Are all the animals crystal? I mean,
0: most of them have some kind of crystal qualities. like, and she kind of looks around and you see like on the side of the, cabin there's um, like a flower garden and she's like like come look at this and she's pointing at uh, it's kind of abnormally large for a butterfly but a large butterfly and the wings seem to be um, different colored kind of like stained glass but the way that the light reflects you can tell that it's crystal
2: oh. Hey um, Simund you're a druid right? Can you yeah. can you chat with these creatures? That might be a thought I don't know. I don't know if that's a spell. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't believe I have talk with animals. Let me check. Oh, no, I do have speak with animals. Yeah, so, and I mean, the wolf, you guys can't talk to the wolf, correct?
0: No, we, we can't.
1: Oh, well, I do have speak with animals. Let me just read that spell here. You gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration the knowledge and awareness of many beasts limited by their intelligence but at minimum they can give information about nearby locations and monsters anything they've perceived within the last day or two we might be able to get them to do small favors so i mean yeah all right um and actually i can cast that as a ritual so i don't even have to use a spell slot as long as we have 10 minutes
0: yep you have time so
1: I am going to do an interpretive dance (laughs) to cast a ritual for talk with animals and see if I can talk to any of the local animals and see what's going on, starting with this wolf. Do all the uh, trees dance along with you?
0: Yeah, what does this ritual dance look like? (laughs) I must know.
1: (laughs) It's very very yoga similar. Um, It has a lot of Hoses based on, you know, you, you have like, you know, the birch tree and then the aspen tree and then you sway in the wind.
0: <laughs> okay. And then once you uh-huh. cast that, um, what do you do? Who do you ask first?
1: I'm going to ask the wolf, hey, uh, where did where did your person go?
0: The wolf looks at you, like picks up his head, kind of tilts it, squints his eyes, and he says, Gone.
1: Okay, were you there when he went gone?
0: (laughs) Yes. And you get like, you're getting very sullen, depressed teenager. Yeah.
1: Did someone make him gone?
0: The lady.
1: This lady standing beside me here?
0: No. And he pops up on his feet at that and kind of like raises his hackles as if you're going to take her away too.
1: A different lady. Okay. Do you know where the lady is?
0: (laughs) around been here since i was a pup
1: okay can can you find the lady for me and take me there
0: no i have to wait for friend to get home what mm. friend and he's like it's like he doesn't know like how to explain and he just kind of looks at reyna as like packmate.
1: mate mm. oh uh gotcha so and I'm, and I'm filling people in as we go it sounds like there's a, someone he calls the lady who is related to these disappearances uh he can't lead me there apparently he has to wait for your brother to get home um oh to the wolf can you show me where your human got taken by the lady
0: he kind of stands up and shakes himself off because he understands that you're not gonna try to take reina and he says, "Follow me."
1: All right, and I follow.
2: Neat. Could we bring Reyna along to like make the wolf be happier? I mean, I, I could ask. I guess I could just ask her. Hey, Reyna, do you want do you want to come along? Uh, and uh, and um, we're gonna go see if this wolf knows something about what happened to your brother.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Um, I also have questions about. Were you doing yoga? How? I am so confused, but I cannot wait to study. And she's like already following, asking a million questions.
3: <laughs> Zero's looking around to see if he can see any more cute crystal animals.
0: <laughs> Perception check.
3: Ooh, uh, A three. <laughs> uh,
0: the You're looking around, and you kind of are starting to fall behind uh, everybody else who's following the wolf, and all of a sudden you kind of feel beside you a large furry shoulder and the deer is kind of looking down at you and he kind of like crouch he crouches as if he's waiting for you to get on
3: i'ma ride it
0: okay so you climb on the deer and he um takes you and as he's going through the woods you realize he's not following the group but he's taking you towards this rather (laughs) large tree and on the tree it at first when you see it you can't quite comprehend what's going on like you understand that it's a tree but it's far too shiny to be a tree and then the deer kind of he he stops in front and he tilts his head enough that his horn his antlers like barely tap and then you're surrounded in a swarm of crystalline dragonflies
2: do we do we notice that
0: (laughs) do you want to do a perception check (laughs) yeah (laughs) zero just got kidnapped
2: I got a 20.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you notice um, him wandering off, and um, he's just the dearest going.
1: Uh, Hey, Simon. <laughs> I don't know yeah, if I, this is a concern. <laughs> I got an eight, so I noticed nothing. Okay, well, I, I'll point it out.
0: Um, okay. Do you still have Speak With Animals? up? Uh, how long does that last?
1: It lasts for 10 minutes, but I can always cast it again.
0: I mean, I think you're at the end of 10 minutes. We'll give you you're at the end of 10 minutes if you want to call out.
1: Um. Hey, deer. What are you doing?
0: Um. <laughs> uh, the deer, after he touches the tree and like the dragonflies go up, he goes, "Friend, show magic, pretty bugs."
1: Hmm. Seems harmless enough.
0: Are the fireflies attacking me? Nope. They're just. Or just swarming. They're just swarming because he disturbed their tree. Hmm. Are they crystally? Yes, their wings are crystally. Ah. See. <sighs> Hey guys,
3: I wonder what this tree is. Do you think I should touch it? Yeah. What
2: what could go wrong? <laughs> the theme of this episode.
3: Can I roll a perception check before I touch the tree? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, a seven. So I'm gonna. Yeah, you don't notice anything weird. Anything. Okay, I'm gonna touch the tree
0: it feels like a tree it has bark i mean you do notice as you're kind of like running your hands over it there does seem to be veins of that same like sparkling crystal running through it but there's nothing hmm. too funky about it
3: hmm. hey guys do you see any other trees like this crystal tree
2: or is this the only one that you guys can see let's look uh yeah do you can i make a perception check there's trees all, investigation there's trees all around okay. you. you can just go look I'll scope scope one out.
0: Um, This tree that you pick out seems to be um, part of a stand of aspen-esque trees. And in where there are marks from either, you know, someone walking through the woods and hitting it, a deer scratching up against it, um, or where a branch fell off, it seems to have been replaced by that same crystal material.
2: Is the tree, like, growing around it, or is it kind of on the top of the
0: it's kind of Top layer. intertwined into it. okay. Um, if you want, you can, you know, try to cut the tree down to, if you want to, like, actually see what the middle of it looks like. Um, but it doesn't look like the tree has grown around it or the crystal has grown around the tree. It looks like they are intertwined and they are a part of one organism.
3: So for clarification, anywhere the tree is damaged, there's now crystal. Yes.
2: Hmm. Huh.
3: I'm gonna go ahead and try to lop off a branch real quick.
2: I'm gonna put up my shield to hide that Zero's doing that from all the trees that Simmons has <laughs> awake.
0: <laughs> I was gonna ask Simmons, are your trees okay with
2: the I'll try tree? to I'll try to hold it up so no one can see it, but I'm curious too. Trees don't feel pain.
0: True. Um. Okay. What are you cutting the tree limb with, Zero?
3: <laughs> My sword. Okay. Do I need your strength check?
0: Yeah, cause I'm not gonna have you roll an attack on trees.
3: An 18.
0: Okay, so as you, do you like saw with your sword or do you just like? Huh?
3: I just like clean, clean slice. Okay.
0: So as you bring your arm up and you swing it down, and you're still on the back of a deer, by the way, as well. Um, yep. It comes cleanly off, Um, you're just cutting it, but if you pick up the piece, which one of you is picking up the piece?
2: I guess I will, because I was down on the ground.
0: Yep, so as you pick up the piece, as you pick up the piece, Rook, you see on the inside, there's rings that generally tell you how old a tree is, like you know this, you live in the forest, but intertwined Mm -hmm. within those rings is that same crystal material. So it's almost as if the tree itself is made of crystal.
2: I'll hold it up and show Zero, too. Huh, that's weird. Hey, Simon, come check this out. And uh, I'll show him the branch. Yeah, it's
1: about what I expected. It seems like this crystal is sort of infused all throughout the natural landscape here. Hmm. I guess I'll show Raina, too,
2: because she's here. Maybe she hasn't seen that. Maybe she has. I don't know.
0: Um, She stops staring at Simon, trying to figure out his magic. Um, enough to look and she goes oh yeah we sell these as coasters um sometimes we'll take the dead you know limbs and like chop them and then put them in some kind of re- you know my brother's really in charge of like the tourism side of things because we have to fund our research um in some way kind of so i don't really know the exact process but i do know that those don't spread in any way um because the Limbs are dead, though. I would prefer if you, you know, if you, if you want like a souvenir for working here. I'm not really sure like what your guys' day rate is. Um, you can take the dead limbs. We try not to take the live stuff, you know, just out of cons- conserving the landscape. But um, I do see that you made friends with Arjan. He doesn't let a lot of people ride him. So.
3: Have you noticed, like, any anytime the trees get damaged, it grows back as a crystal? And also, is there anything happening with the limb that was cut off? Yes.
0: As you say that, you do see that where that fresh injury is, it does seem to be glowing a little bit. Um, and crystal seems to be going over the top of where you cut it. That's
3: weird. Simon, do you know anything about this?
1: Um, this is not, like I said, standard... Flora, but I would guess that it's starting to heal itself with that crystalline substance. It's working so quickly too, though. That's that's pretty
2: impressive. So, I guess what were we doing? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, keep the dog following the wolf, <laughs> or the wolf. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: okay, I'm gonna follow the wolf as well now.
0: Do you just kind of? Are you still riding the deer? If the
3: deer is following the wolf, yes. The
0: deer is following the wolf. Um, okay. So you guys follow the wolf, who, by the way, while you all were sitting there, was just kind of sitting there looking annoyed as much as a dog can. Um, And he takes you towards the outer skirts, and you approach the fence again, which um, the fence that's not against the gate is pretty, like, plain Jane, just a wooden fence reinforced with iron. um, Very man-made. And he brings you to this clearing next to one of the corners and standing in that clearing is a blue crystal.
2: Is it, is
1: it big?
0: Yes. It is about elf sized.
1: Oh, it's real big for me. All right. Um, Mr. Wolf, what's going on with this crystal?
0: Uh, I, we're just going to assume you redid your yoga dance. Yes. Okay. Um, he kind of looks and he says, friend was here. Now he's gone. Lady took him, left the crystal.
1: So just to be clear, did she turn him into a crystal or she took him and then left a crystal here separately?
0: Lady is kind and feeds us sometimes. Do not I do not think he would have been turned into crystal.
2: Okay. So she's kind, but
1: took him? Interesting. Did he want to go?
0: Yes.
2: Hmm.
1: Hmm. Can I investigate this crystal?
0: Yes, you can. Sixteen. It's very beautiful. The crystal itself, like there's no flaws in it. Um, you, if you would see this in a market, you would expect it to sell for quite a bit of money. Um, and it does seem to be planted upright into the ground, um, and it does seem to shimmer a little bit in the light, like almost like it's giving off its own light from the inside but it's not like any other kind of crystal. Like you've never seen this particular shade of blue before.
1: Interesting. And arcana check, is it magical?
0: Is, uh, do you have, uh, what do you, do you have like detect magic?
1: I don't think I do. Does anyone have detect magic? Zero, do you? I don't, I'm not a magic mm-hmm. user. No, I just have to spell magic. Mm-hmm. I also have to spell magic. Um, no, I don't have detect magic. I was just wondering if, I've, if I would recognize this from anything in druidic craft.
0: You do not.
1: Okay. Hmm. How much does it weigh?
0: Are you gonna try to pick it up?
1: Yeah. I am a giant, so I have powerful build, which lets me carry, push, drag, and lift as if I am large-sized.
0: So you're gonna touch the crystal?
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is not important oh, question wait, what
2: could go wrong
0: <laughs> <sighs> okay so as you go to touch the crystal i am going to need a wisdom save
1: all right 18
0: okay so you're still standing that's good um as you as your fingertips brush against the crystal you just feel this immense grief. And had you not been so in tune with nature and like forti- fortified, I guess, in your mental practices from all of your magic, you know that this would have brought you to your knees as it is. You're having a hard time standing against just the weight of this mountain of grief that just flows through you.
1: Hmm. Okay, so I do not succeed in picking it up. No. Okay.
2: Um, does it seem like it's? I guess the wolf said that it was new, right? That left she left the crystal here, so it's not like it's an old, an old crystal. I I I have like Artificer's lore. I could try to like discern the history of it, but I'd be afraid that I wouldn't want to touch it. So maybe I'll leave that one alone. And uh, what's Reina doing? Is she like freaking out about this crystal?
0: Um, She is just kind of watching to see what your guys' reaction are, especially since you, Simmon, touched it.
3: Hey, Reyna, what happens when people normally touch these crystals?
0: Well, when I've touched them and when my brother touched them, when our other two um, men disappeared, we just felt sad. So sad. And I wasn't sure if it would happen with you guys. Because, again, things are so weird here. So did you what did you feel when you touched it?
1: I just felt really sad.
0: Okay, so good. That's that's information. It's just sad. So it's not like just amplif- amplifying our own feelings then, which was my original theory because you know we were sad that people were missing and we were worried, so we just thought it was like some kind of amplification crystal. But since you guys wouldn't be sad about our missing men, then it can't be that. It has to be something else.
2: Anyone anyone else getting like a strong like forest you know siren draw people in type of vibes you know like the uh the wolf said it was a nice lady but i'm just trying to figure out why they would want to go with someone who was so sad maybe to
1: help i don't know what do you guys think i definitely get the feeling that i mean it looks like he was happy to go so I wonder if there's some type of mind control, maybe maybe mm. the siren is taking all this all any sadness out of somebody and like leading them to like some blissful paradise in their head. Um and maybe the crystal is what's left. Like there's but the, like the essence of any sadness that person had.
2: Like sorry. <laughs> it's like so like it's like sad poop <laughs> kind of <laughs> All right. I understand now. It's... Soul poop. Okay. Um, Did the wolf say... Was there a direction? Or is this just
1: where he left? I didn't ask yet, but that was my next, like, could you lead us the direction that he went? I mean, is there anything else we want to do with this crystal, or should we move on with that?
3: Um, I'm going to go ahead and use Divine Sense, which allows me to detect any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet. That is not behind total cover. See if I can see anything.
0: Okay. You don't see anything, but you do get, like, a celestial kind of, like, not radar, but a celestial, like, remnant from around the crystal. And then, Simon, do you ask the wolf where the his owner went? Yes. And... As you're detecting um, Zero, the wolf sits next to the crystal and stares at the sky and howls and then says, into the air.
3: Oh. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So I think we might be dealing with something celestial or of celestial nature. There's a little fragment on this crystal of it, and the wolf said it went up into the air. So, yeah.
2: Is there... Can we see up through the forest, or is it is there, like, a canopy of trees above us?
0: Just a canopy of trees.
1: Hmm. Um, but some, uh, hmm. let's climb.
2: Um, all right. Let's do it. I, uh, will probably take twice as long as everybody else, but we'll start <laughs> shimmying up some trees.
0: Okay, either give me, um, athletics or acrobatics, depending on your style for climbing the tree.
2: Hmm. I don't think it's acrobatics for old man Rook. Oh, I got a nat 20. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I got a 25. I got an 11. I technically got a 29 (laughs) athletics.
0: (laughs) Okay, so Rook, for some reason, you feel great climbing this tree and you like just (laughs) swing from branch to branch and just hop up. Like this is the best day ever for you. Um, yeah,
2: I'm back in my home. I'm in my home forest. Yes. I guess it makes sense. You
0: know these trees. You know how to climb them.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> Simond, you're just a very tall, tall being. And so you just kind of step, grab, and get up there rather quickly, rather smoothly. And again, you have an army of trees. So I'm assuming you may or may not have climbed a couple of them before. Oh, yeah. And then Zero, the deer, like, gets sees your companions doing this and kind of sidles over to a tree and you kind of struggle a little bit and he kind of like bucks but in like a kind way to give you a boost <laughs> so you can get up on that first branch <laughs> he, he's trying real hard you do uh, you do get the feeling that like when he looks at you like he's just trying to be friendly and helpful <laughs> um, and not like injure you uh, but he you also even though you don't speak with animals you kind of get the feeling that this deer just thinks you're kind of dumb for an adventure (laughs) like (laughs) the deer is taking care of you because he thinks you're like a baby
2: wow cold
0: (laughs) zero's gonna think the deer keep climbing the tree (laughs) um so as you guys climb the trees these trees are pretty tall like it's an old growth forest and you get to the top and you look around, um, and all you see is forest. You can give me a perception check if you want to try to see more.
2: Sure. Um, 17, 14, I got a seven
0: zero. You're just hanging onto the tree. It's a very good view <laughs> and you see a lot of tre- like other trees. Um, th- and you also can tell, everybody can tell where the difference between the crystal property and the rest of the property stop. Um, because the trees stop having, like, a silver shimmer on them. Um, For the other two, you notice, um, and this is daylight, there are two other, the crystal below you, if you look where it would be at in the trees, it seems to be shining up slightly like a beacon in the air. Like, you can't see it, but you would assume that at night you would be able to see it better. And there are two other ones in other corners of the property as well doing the same thing and again it's barely there because it is daylight but you can see it
2: interesting hmm so it's like like triang- hmm. hmm. I was just saying so it's like triangulating the proper uh, the property yes kind of
1: hmm and I don't see anything up above us correct
0: nope just clouds and a blue sky it's a very nice day hmm
2: well, it seems like the house or the um, the estate is maybe a center point of something, but I just still don't know what. Hmm. Have we tried digging yet?
0: No, you have not.
1: Hmm. <sighs> do we head back down? And yeah, I mean, I don't see anything up here. Yeah. And then, when people dig, do they always appear back at the house? Yep. Where in the house?
0: Raina has not told you that.
1: Let's, let's try it. Let's all three start digging. I'm thinking maybe one of us dig at the base of the crystal. One of us dig out in the open and one of us dig at the base of a tree. Okay. I'm,
2: I like that. So we'll head back down the tree, I guess. Mm -hmm.
0: As you guys head down, Raina's sitting there, um, staring up waiting and she goes, did you, did you see anything? Did you learn anything? I haven't really worked with adventures before. Um, do you, do you, anything?
2: I don't think anything yet. We're going to try digging.
0: Oh, well, maybe it won't transport you back. I mean, do you, do you want me to help cuz it'll probably just take me back anyways.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Let's do it.
0: Okay, so who's digging next to the crystal?
1: Um, I will just because I
2: have a very high wisdom save.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll dig I'll dig next to a tree.
3: I'll just be the one to dig randomly in the ground.
0: <laughs> the deer is following you, Rook, by the way. It's like your little shadow.
2: Me or? Oh, it's following zero. Or
0: I mean, it's, sorry. It's following zero. Oh, okay.
2: Okay, cool. All right. do I, I don't even have a shovel, I guess. Probably. I don't know if I do. Maybe I do. I was going to say, do any of you uh, have
0: shovels? Oh, I do
2: have a shovel. I actually do.
3: <laughs> I think I do.
2: So I whip out my shovel and start digging under the tree.
0: Zero, do you have a shovel that you're digging with?
1: (laughs) Give me one second.
0: Simund, how are you digging, and how close to the crystal are you going to dig?
1: I'm not touching the crystal, but I'm getting as close to it as I can without touching it. And I am going to use Primal Savagery, which transforms my hands into um, large claws. I'm going to use that to dig. Sweet. I'm going to use a shovel.
0: Okay, so those of you with shovels, as you're digging down, uh, go ahead and, I guess, give me a strength check. Are you trying to dig deep or are you trying to dig carefully, I guess, is the decision. Uh,
2: I'll, I'm definitely just trying to dig deep.
0: Okay, so yours is going to be strength.
2: Uh, I got a 21.
0: Okay, zero, how are you digging?
2: I'll dig deep. I got a 13. Okay,
0: 13. And then Simmond, I'm assuming, deep as well but careful. Okay. So go ahead and give me a strength.
1: I got a nat 20 on this one. Nice.
0: Okay. So for my twenties and above, you guys dig quickly and you get pretty deep with, you get about two feet down until with the shovel and with your claws, you hit something hard, but the minute you feel up vibrating up the shovel and across the tips of your claws, everything goes black and zero you see behind you or, well, how are you digging in relative? Are you digging so you can see the other two? Are you digging with your back to them? I'll dig so I can see them. So in the top of your vision, because of course you're digging down and it's taking you a little bit longer. Um, you just see two twin flashes of that same blue light that's coming off the crystal and um, your companions are gone. And there's no holes. There's no proof that they were ever there digging. Um, and Raina kind of looks at you and says, See? They're probably back at the house. We can keep digging, too, if we want to be transported. Or we can just, you know, walk back.
3: Um, I think I'll just stay here. Because I figure that they're going to have to come back here anyways. Because this is where everything seems to be going on. But that's good to know that they just disappeared in a blue light.
0: So for my two that got zapped... You wake up and you are standing on the front porch of the oh. estate, and every you have everything. You're uninjured. Your shovel is still in your hand, and your claws are still on your hands. You're just there on the front porch.
2: Hmm. Huh. Okay. Well, that was strange. Do we are we close enough to just like yell for the other people? <laughs> or...
0: Yeah, they could hear you if you loud enough.
2: I'm just gonna yell really loud. We teleported. <laughs> we're back at the porch I'm gonna go ahead
3: and yell as well and just be like yeah I saw you guys disappear in a weird blue light and the holes just filled themselves it's almost like you hit a reset button
2: hmm okay can we gather back up with everybody
0: yes Yeah.
1: I- I'm gonna ask Raina if she knows anything more that she hasn't told us yet I mean, she's a scientist she's been working on this for a while now I feel like maybe she had to have uncovered something
0: are you guys doing this next to the crystal or are you doing this back at the house?
1: Back at the house.
0: Um, so you ask her that question and she goes, no, we can't, we've, we haven't managed to dig further than two feet before getting transported. What I do know is that it does seem like the crystal is infused. And my working theory is that there's something underneath us. Um, and the sadness has to have something to do with it. Um, you might, there, I mean, there's a story. There's always been a story around here. Um, and I mean, I can mm-hmm. retell it to you, but it's more of a myth than anything. Yeah. Uh, so some years ago, there was apparently this used to be like a small kingdom or something. I'm not 100% sure. And this kingdom, of course, had a princess and she was wild and untamed. And if you ask me, it's probably just a legend based off of someone being a wild child and being punished for it but anyways and she would explore the woods all the time and her parents were scared of the woods because there was supposedly a beast you know you know how these stories go they're like little kid stories and anyways one day she came home and she was telling her mother all about this crystal boy that she found in the woods and how he was her new friend, and they were going to hang out together, and they, you know, live happily ever after. And her mother told her no, and forbade her from ever going into the forest again. But again, this is where, you know, the teenage rebellion part of the myth comes in, and she went out anyways. And supposedly that night, they, the boy told her about this crystal weapon or something that she could find, and she... Um, <laughs> And supposedly this weapon would help their kingdom rule all, you know. And so they went to go find it. And then they were never seen again. And I I mean, I just assumed that the like crystal boy was probably one of these crystals that had popped up. And that it was, you know, the person just mysteriously disappeared as everyone's been doing right now.
1: Gotcha. Um, hmm. it sounds like we really need more information. But maybe the crystal boy or actually maybe the girl... Maybe she's the lady. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to try another ritual here. This one's more of a meditation thing. Uh, Commune with nature, 5th level divination ritual. Um, I briefly become one with nature and gain knowledge of the surrounding territory. In the outdoors, this spell gives me knowledge of the land within 3 miles. Um, It doesn't function where nature has been replaced by construction such as dungeons and towns. Um, gain instant knowledge of up to three facts of your choice about the following subjects, including terrain and bodies of water, information about prevalent plants, minerals, animals, or peoples, powerful celestials, fae, fiends, elementals, or undead, influences from other planes of existence, or buildings. Um, okay, what? And I, I think
0: what does this look like when you do this? When you cast this?
1: <laughs> I'm just I'm just sitting on the ground and meditating, and letting my awareness sink into the earth around me
3: while he's doing that i'm gonna go ahead and focus on doing a summon a celestial spell just to ask them our ourselves um i will summon so you call forth a celestial spirit and manifest it manifest an angelic form in an unoccupied space you can see within range I can choose Avenger or Defender, which I'll choose Avenger so that I can help us attack if we need it. And I'm going to be doing that. And I'm just going to be doing some weird hand <laughs> signage in the air
2: and give up 500 gold pieces.
0: I was going to say, Rook, and while, what are you doing? I was going
2: to say, <laughs> and while they do that, I have cracked out my painting supplies and I am painting a picture of a crystal. <laughs>
0: just like oh they're doing magic stuff i guess i'll paint
2: yeah yep exactly
0: (laughs) okay um with the commune with nature of simon what are Mm -hmm. your three questions
1: um the nature of the crystals first off and again it's very much up to the dm how much information they would want this to to turn up
0: what are your other two questions, or do they depend on the answer to this question?
1: Um, the other one, I would say the... So I'm choosing the prevalent minerals question. I am choosing the powerful celestial fey fiends, elementals around undead question. And I'm choosing the, the influence from other planes of existence question.
0: Okay. As your senses reach into the earth, about the two feet that you would have dug, you get the feeling... Of something massive and like you're you're you know you're a big being so it's not often that you are feeling small but in this instance you feel minuscule and you come to the realization that the crystal is underneath this area and it goes down further down than you've ever sensed any kind of crystal before you do realize that the crystal beacon that was left does, in fact, go all the way down to this other um, crystal that's underneath. And again, you're hit with this feeling of sadness. But underneath the sadness, you feel rage and hopelessness as well. And maybe just a little tinge of confusion and loss. And you um, read the... F- What's the Fae one again? The... Do you know how many are there, or?
1: Um, any information about any powerful celestials, phase, fiends, elementals, or undead in the area?
0: You can't communicate, but you do feel, like, deep, deep in this crystal layer after you spend several moments sorting through the assault of emotions that are, that is coming at you. Um, you do feel a celestial being, but you're not sure... If they're alive or if they're asleep or what you just can just know you just know they're there
1: gotcha and is and is there a particular plane of existence that i'm feeling influence from
0: you're feeling the celestial plane
1: okay so and i communicate this to the other people you know that about two feet under the earth There starts a layer of crystal that extends deep, deep into the Earth. It's a huge, massive crystal. And these three crystals poking up are just extensions of the main crystal. And the crystal seems to be the body of a celestial being um, from the celestial plane that is somehow stuck here.
2: Wow, that that was a lot more than I thought you would get. (laughs) Um...
1: So was it, like, mad that we dug into it, I wonder? And we I'm not teleport? getting madness. I'm getting mostly uh, sadness. It doesn't seem to be... Because if it wanted to hurt us, you'd think it could do much more than just transport us back to the house. That's true. Hmm. Huh. And Zero, you just
2: summoned a celestial?
3: Yeah, so let's ask a celestial. So I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and turn to the celestial I summoned. Just be like, so what's going on? We obviously heard what Simon had to say. Do you have any more input?
0: Uh, do your celestial be- beings, when you um, summon them, have a particular like look to them? Or is it just like a random?
3: It just says a celestial spirit. and corporeal form.
0: So the spirit in front of you manifests. And it looks almost panicked. And it says, "This, no, this is a this is bad this is this is not a good place this is this is where the betrayer was why why are you here why did you summon me here
3: who is the betrayer
0: one who we weren't supposed to help we weren't supposed to interfere and and they interfered and i and you get the feeling that like the celestial being is wanting to talk but it almost feels like something is stopping it
3: hmm huh. Can I do a persuasion check on the celestial bean? Yeah. I'm going to try to persuade it to tell me why it can't talk. Okay. So I got a 33. <laughs> <laughs>
0: how how are you persuading here?
3: Um just verbally just can you tell us what's going on and why you can't? Why it seems like you're holding something back? What's causing you not to want to talk?
0: I'm, I'm not even supposed supposed to be here. Um, it when you make a deal, the size of this deal, there there are consequences, and we're not supposed to mess with this because this is probably the best outcome of what could have happened. What 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 I can tell you, um, because there's also, I mean, you you've felt the magic, right? Like you've felt that in the celestial beings like m- kind of miming like teleportation with their hands like they're not quite sure how to describe it or they can't and it says um that she made it so it, it it would be protected she she would be protected and this this is part of that protection i can't i can't tell you anything that's going to hurt her it, it she's she's going to stop me what if we
1: told you we weren't here to hurt her?
0: But the magic, the, the magic doesn't know that. I can't, it, it, hurt can be taken in so many ways. Find, discover, but I can, I can show you.
3: Please show us.
0: And um, the Celestial kind of walks behind the house. Are you going to f- follow? I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and as she walks, the the deer kind of follows behind and the wolf follows behind. And Reyna is like following behind, but is also kind of like, I'm a scientist. This looks dangerous. Fun, but dangerous. Um, and the Celestial walks about 30 or feet, feet or so into the woods and it presses its hand against one of the large trees. And as it does that, that blue light kind of arcs between its fingers and the trees, and two of the trees kind of bend together to form um, an arch and then the ground itself is glowing in that soft blue light in a circle of what looks to be a magical portal of some kind. And with that, we are going to take our break. Today oh, we boy. were <laughs> joined with by Simmond. See you soon. Rook.
2: What could go wrong?
0: <laughs> and Zero
3: I finally got to summon a celestial. I'm so excited to see where this goes.
4: (laughs) All right. We hope that you're enjoying this episode of the fire breathing kittens podcast. This episode's shout out is from fight. Lol. No, who says, quote, James, I know you're going to hear this and flip. Hey, from Charlie supporting a show. We both listen to now. You owe me that t-shirt End quote. Can you think of someone who might enjoy this podcast? Please share it with them. Is their birthday coming up? A special day? We can wish them a happy message on your behalf. You can arrange for us to read your shout out on air at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com through our partnership with the website Buy Me A Coffee. Do you enjoy reading books or listening to audiobooks? You can find ebooks paperbacks, hardcover novels, and audiobooks based on our adventures on amazon.com. The authors do a great job of adapting the stories into fun novels. We also have official merchandise on redbubble.com. Imagine owning a notebook with the Fire Breathing Kittens logo on the front, or a coffee mug, or a t-shirt with one of your favorite characters. Lastly, we don't pay to advertise our show, so, the only way we can grow is if you tell someone about us. Is there an episode that would make that person smile? Tell them about it. Thank you. Welcome back to the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Today we are
0: joined by Simmond.
1: Yep, still me, still here.
0: Rook.
2: <laughs> I just finished my painting.
0: And Zero.
3: I can't wait to see where the Celestial is going to take us.
0: You all are standing in front of a glowing blue portal. What do you do?
2: Uh, Hey, uh, are you guys at all concerned about this or do you think it's fine? Because I was about I'm just going to head on through if we <laughs> I'm not too worried about it. Oh, wait, I do have something I, I forgot to mention. Um, and Rook is going to pull out um, a little waiver paperwork. And uh, he's going to show it to Simmons and Zero and be like, this is something new I've been working on. Uh, if you guys would please sign this, that would be great. And it w- it's basically a waiver that says, if I die in battle, an agreement not to resurrect me.
1: <laughs> sure, I'll sign that. All right, thank you. Zero?
3: Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Free will. (laughs) I don't know if I can sign that morally, you know, being a paladin
2: and all.
1: Autonomy, sir.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess, you know, 50% is pretty solid. All right, let's do it. And I'll uh, I'll head in unless you guys want to stop me.
0: The greatest puzzle of all, the waiver.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's jump through the portal. I'm gonna go through the portal and make sure the Celestial is following me.
0: Are you, like, physically grabbing it? Or are you just saying, like, hey, follow us? i just feel
3: like, hey, follow us. I mean, I summoned it. It's supposed to listen to me, so.
0: Okay. Um, y'all jump in. Um, I am gonna need a constitution check from everybody. Or wisdom save. Either wisdom save or constitution check. Your choice.
2: Um... I got a 15 constitution, not wisdom.
3: I got a 24 constitution.
1: I got a, oh gosh, 28 plus, or I'm sorry, uh, 18 plus 11 is 29.
0: Okay, so Simmond and Zero, you, Simmond, you are used to this feeling by now, you felt it twice. Um, You feel, you know, the sadness and the rage, and the underlying like rage of loss and whatnot. And you've felt it before, so you're fine. Zero, this is your first time feeling it, but as a paladin, it is not your first time encountering these deep emotions. So you do okay, Rook.
2: Hey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, As you enter the portal, uh, you're first, right? Yeah. You feel like you're free falling briefly. Bleh. And you hit the ground and you actually stick the landing, like it's a very, very good landing. However, as you feel these emotions of grief and loss start to invade your senses, you are distracted from it by the bodies of your companions because you don't move in time to get out of their way when they <laughs> land. <laughs> So, Ow. Ow. Uh, take like five points of, I guess, bludgeoning damage is <laughs> what a body would be. All right. And my other two adventures, you're standing on top of your friend. Uh you guys are heavy. I'm so little.
3: <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and move off of him. Same.
0: Excellent. You guys are surrounded by Blue Crystal. Um, If you want, you can do a perception check and I can tell you a little bit more or an investigation, up to you.
1: I'll do a (laughs) perception.
2: Can I, now that we've learned a little bit about the Celestial, I do have this thing. I don't know if it would work. I'll let you DM decide. Artificer's lore as a gnome or I mean, yeah, as a gnome. Basically gives me advantage on history checks for magical items and I don't know if this is... technically a magical item.
0: Go ahead and roll and use it.
2: Okay, I have good history. Hang on. Alright, so I I got a 24 on history.
0: So, and you're just supposed to, and it just reads like you know the history of the object?
2: Hang on, sorry, I was trying to find it.
0: You're good, just go ahead and read that for us.
2: Um... Uh, add a, yeah, add your bonus to your history. Checks related to magic items, alchemical objects, or technological devices. And it says, that's it, I guess. So maybe it doesn't tell me that much. It just says related to magic items.
0: What's your history <laughs> with dragons? Because you've been a while, around for a while.
2: Um, I would say that my history with dragons is... I don't know. I guess it's not bad because I had an adventure with Stella and Wing. Um, So I got a little bit of like newer dragon stuff. I don't know. I don't think I've, I actually don't think Rook has spent a ton of time with dragons. I think that'd be kind of a, he's maybe been around them before, but not, not a lot.
1: If there is a drag, well, if there's a red dragon in the area, I am attuned to red, to red dragon armor, um, which gives me information about dragons nearby.
0: Oh, so, then Sim... So, Rook, as you're, you know, dusting yourself off from practically being crushed, <laughs> um, you kind of... The feeling of your history with the crystal, obviously, you can tell that, like, it's nothing you've really ever seen before, but you do remember hearing mention of it being re- of crystal dragons before, and as mm. you're thinking of this... Simmond, you have a sudden understanding of kind of this is a crystal dragon's lair or what used to be. So there doesn't seem to be a dragon anywhere near, but you can tell, and the way that your armor is attuned to you, that there is quite a bit of draconic energy in this area. Gotcha. So in the room, you seem to be in just like a chamber, and there is one way out. Um, to, that's, I was gonna say to your left, but it's really straight in front of you because there's only one way in. Um, and you're surrounded by rock. So and
2: and we came from where we came from. Was it? Is there still a portal above us that we can see, or is it gone? It's gone. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, only way is forward. So. I suppose we'll go forward,
1: and I'll start marching. Is Zero Celestial still here? Mm. Yes. Um. So, should we ask him? You know, sort of. You know, what what are his thoughts? What's going on here? Where are we?
0: Does Zero have to ask that, or do Celestials? Oh, nice. When you summon them.
3: I mean, they're. I'm pretty sure they're apparent to everybody, just as they're in. Um, cor- corporeal form, so they're still seeable by everybody. They're just ghostly.
0: Okay, the celestial, it kind of looks around and says, "Well, <laughs> we're in the lake. Is this not what you wanted? Did, did you not want to f- find out what was down here?"
1: Yes, I just wanted to know if you could give us any any idea of what we're walking into.
0: It. I mean, it shouldn't be. J- well, it depends, really. Um, there's defenses here I that I can kind of tell you about. Um, you you might be in danger, but you, you'll be fine.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, wow. we're tough. You're going to help a- us with the danger, so it might be a benefit for <laughs> all of us if you just let us know what kind of danger we're going to be in.
0: And the Celestial kind of looks at you and says, "Is is like, Magical gag order. <laughs> I'm doing my best, man. Got gotcha. It.
2: All right. Well, I mean, onward. <laughs> right? Yeah, we'll make it happen. Let's mm-hmm. do it. I like to lead the way and head out.
0: So the crystals themselves are giving off like that faint blue glow, so you can see pretty well. Um, it's obviously not like daylight, so if you want to light any torches or anything, you can um to keep walking and what's our marching orders
2: i'll go first my shields up so i think
3: it's good to know that i do have dark vision as hmm. a half-elf so i can pretty much just see just fine
2: i don't think i don't know if gnomes do off the top of my head i don't think i do okay, okay.
0: So zero's the only one that can see like it's daylight
2: i guess i'll i'll light a torch I do have a torch. Yeah, okay. I'll light a torch.
0: Okay, so okay. you're in the front carrying a torch and your shield. Uh-huh. And then who's next, Zero or Simmond?
1: I'll be next. Um, I'll take up the rear.
0: Okay. And the Celestial, I'm assuming, is next to you, Zero? Yes. Cool. As you guys are walking down, you hear a clink, like metal, hitting the crystal. And standing in front of you at the end of the hallway is... You see a figure covered in gold filigree, and it seems to be different chunks of metal pieces that are floating together to form a human outline. So, like, you have, like, a, like, it's like a, not anatomy doll, but, like, the art dolls that have the beads, and you can change and move. Oh, yeah. Um, And the pattern on the filigree is vines, um, and it seems to be, I don't want to say, like, patinaed, but almost dyed blue of the same as the crystal. And the face is smooth and expressionless, but you hear kind of singing out from the crystals around you. Hello, friends. Are you here to play?
3: Um. What is your definition of play?
2: <laughs> yeah, I would like to know that as well. <laughs> uh,
0: well, we we can play hide-and-go-seek Did- Oh. Are you not a friend that mother brought? Mother?
1: We haven't met your mother yet, but we wouldn't mind. I have an idea of a game. Why don't we play question and answer? (laughs) Where you ask us a question and we answer, and then we ask you a question and you answer.
0: Well, that's not usually the game we play. Normally we play hide and seek. There's a lot of room down here, you know.
2: Mm. Well, if we... What if we play a game of question and answer, and then we'll play hide and seek?
0: Persuasion check.
2: Oh, why me? <laughs> um, why did I have the idea? Here I, we go. I will,
0: I will give you advantage, because Simmons came up with the idea.
2: It's not a dwarf, is it? No. All right. I got a 11 <laughs> with advantage. Hmm? Can I try
0: to persuade this thing? Um... After she has yes, in just a second. Um, okay. she she looks at you and she goes, "That's not usually the game we play. Are you are are you sure you're supposed to be here? M- mother always brings me friends because it's so lonely down here. What are you going to do, Zero?
3: I'm gonna go ahead and persuade her with the persuasion check of. Let me do math, 28. Um, And be like, yes, we are totally supposed to be down here. We totally know your mom. We kiki all the time. Um, Can we play that game of, what was it? You ask a question and we answer and then you ask a question and then we answer whatever it was. Can we do that?
0: I guess, even though, and then she kind of shakes off that thought and she looks at you and she goes, my turn and she says are you here to save me
1: wow <laughs> we're here to save anyone who needs saving it's just one of the things we do
0: your turn
1: how did you come to be down here
0: oh and she kind of holds out her hand towards um towards rook and says i can i can show y- i
1: can
2: show you uh sure
0: question mark
2: yeah uh let's do it and I take the hand.
0: Um, and she takes off down the hallway, pulling you behind. And the crystal isn't, like, super slicker, slippery, but it is, you know, sheer crystal faces. So it is a little bit slick, but she seems to have no problem, like, navigating. And it's almost hmm. as if, like, she, you know, when you live in, like, an old house and you miss the squeaky step? It's like that, but with the crystals where she's hopping from crystal to crystal. So. So you get the feeling, you don't think that it's like trapped, but that this entrance is not supposed to be easy to get down. Uh, and she brings you to an open room. And in this room, it looks like a chi- what used to be a child's bedroom. And there's quite a big layer of dust everywhere as if it hasn't been occupied in a while. And she's dragging you over to a desk, Rook where there seem to be pages of a diary scattered mm. about and most of them are burnt but there is a f- there are a few that are still readable
2: okay i would like to read them then and pick up the diary if that's well actually hang on i will touch the papers and see what the what the um kid does i think it's kid right
0: yeah uh, it just she just watches Again, she doesn't really okay. have an expression, so it's just kind of blank metal so staring I like at you.
2: Slowly pick up the journal, and I will pull her over it.
0: Um, so most of the pages have crumbled to dust at this point, but there are a few still surviving. One of them is dated, oh, hundreds, hundreds of years ago, and it s- says, well, I've, I was lost in the woods, but my friend brought me here, and now I'm safe. I just can't get out. And then another page says, "Mother is so kind. I wish I could go back, but she tells me it's not safe, especially because I'm getting sick." And the last one is um seems to be like the last page of the diary because the back of it has like a colored sheet of paper that's brown with age, but you could tell it was a different color from the pages that the writing is on. And it says I don't know why Mother keeps me here. I am dying, and I want to go explore while I can, and not sit here while she tries to find a cure in her stupid crystals.
2: Hmm. I'll hand the uh, journal over to my other two companions, too.
1: Uh, What do you guys think? It oh. sounds like the Celestial rescued a dying girl and is keeping her here in stasis, but she gets bored, so she... Traps people here to be her playmates? That's kind of the vibe I got too.
3: Yeah, that's kind of the vibe I'm
1: getting as well.
3: So does this seem accurate as I turn to my celestial and look at them?
0: They give you a very shaking thumbs up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I think maybe we know what's been happening to the guards and the brother now. Um do we is it do we get to keep playing question and answer? <laughs> It's, I guess it'd be the ghost or the, the girl's turn.
0: She kind of claps her hands and says, can we play hide and seek now? That's a question.
1: <laughs> uh, and the answer is almost. We're not quite there. Next question. Where's mother?
0: The child like tilts her head and tilts it the other way and go and kind of like there's no facial expression, but then turns back to you and goes, I don't know. She left. She went to get to go to the market, but I don't know when she'll be back.
2: The market? I'm very confused. My expectation of what this creature mother is has changed suddenly. <laughs>
3: yeah, I was very much thinking it was the Dargan, but maybe the Dargan's gotta go to markets. I
2: don't know. Or maybe this is like a memory. Like, this is... Uh, hmm.
3: Okay, now it's her turn to ask a question. Sh-
0: she kind of bounces on her toes and she goes can you catch me and starts to take off down a hallway
2: oh boy <laughs> uh what do you guys think are we playing hide and seek or catch
1: yeah let's just make sure we stay together
2: alright we is follow dear deer still with me by the
0: way nope and neither oh. is Reyna okay
2: alright we'll bound after the child
0: Okay, so she goes out of the bedroom, and still goes straight, and you come upon another cavern that has three different hallways. Um, there's one to your right, there's one straight ahead, and there's one to your left. Her giggles are coming from straight ahead.
2: Hmm. You guys, uh, you guys just want to keep going with following her. This is starting to get we're we're getting in here pretty deep. What do you guys think? This is getting kind of
3: creepy. Celestial, which hallway do you think we should go down? You can just point. I know you can't talk.
0: The Celestial kind of looks at you and says, well, what are you after?
3: Mm. A solution to the current problem the village is facing.
0: So the Celestial kind of looks and points down the middle. and, And, you know, very cryptic fashion says some clarification would be that way.
2: Clarification is good.
3: Yeah, because we confused now. So let's go down that hallway. So let's do it. I'm
2: gonna go ahead.
3: Is that a
1: crystal question? Is that a crystal pun? Because it seems like one. <laughs> it does seem like
3: one. So I'm gonna go ahead and go down that hallway where we're hearing the giggling.
2: I will follow zero.
0: So in this new chamber, there's like a circle pathway that surrounds a ginormous dome formation of that same blue crystal that's in the center of the room. And it's very opaque. Uh, you can go ahead and try a perception check to see if you can see what's inside of it. Other than that, what do you want to do? I'll
2: walk up really close and I will try the perception. I got t- t- 20. Math. 1.
0: Is anyone else trying to look?
2: Yeah. i like twenty. like peering uh, in. I can't. Trying to 17. Wipe
0: Zero, what did you get? 20. Okay, so Zero and Rook, as you're pressed up against the crystal, you can see vaguely the outline of a teenage girl, or what you guessed was a teenage girl, because the outline is very frail, almost too frail for what a normal teenage human girl would be. And then she's not moving, but the glowing is coming from her chest. And Simmond you hear clicking coming from the hallway you just came down
1: that would be mother um i think we also <laughs> just found the actual body of the girl encased in crystal here yeah like a like a
2: cryostasis kind of situation i feel like Ooh, do you think maybe mother couldn't think fig- oh this is oh the, i know she couldn't figure it out so she's keeping the body for now until she could figure out how to cure her maybe I'm going to go ahead and just
1: cast guidance on myself real quick. <laughs> um, just because.
0: Remind our audience what guidance does. It just lets me add a D4
1: to whatever my, my next role is. It's a cantrip. Just, you know, we're very wise and sagely. We just, we we know things. <laughs> um, And also, just so that we are clear, we are in a crystalline dome, correct?
0: Yes. How big is this room? I would say it's like, Forty or so feet across, and then the inner, like, place where the body is is about 10, 15 feet across.
1: Okay, so there's, there's, so there's a crystal in this. She's not in the wall of this. She's, in, she's in the center of this. Yes. And the dome is about forty feet high as well. Yes. Or wait, is it forty or is this place spherical? Would that would that make it twenty feet high?
0: So yeah, I guess that would make it twenty feet high.
1: Okay, so just getting a lay of the land here. All right. Um, all right, cool. Just checking. <laughs> uh,
2: what? I want to try some. Well, do I want to try this? I was wondering if you guys think we should try to get into this domed body situation, or do you think?
1: I would not like would- to get stuck in crystal. I agree.
3: So we have our question. So let's ask the girl now. So oh, wait, is- I'm going to go she ahead in and here? turn to her. Yeah, she, Okay. I thought so. Is she in here?
0: When you saw the crystal, did you just walk straight up to it and put your face against it to look? Uh, I,
2: yeah, that's yes. what I said I did.
0: <laughs> so you haven't seen her yet. Oh, okay. But her giggles are still echoing around the chamber, so it wouldn't be hard to just walk around uh, the corner where yeah, you guess I'll, she is. I guess
2: I'll look at Zero and be like, you go right, I'll go left, and we'll go around the 10-foot thingy. So I'm going to go ahead and
3: ask my question. How do we help you?
0: Um, so you guys come around the corner and you see her and she's kind of like crouched down. And she pops up and she goes, you found me. You found me. And um, and kind of a weird like when she's bouncing, the like pieces of her kind of bounce up and then float back together. And um, you ask your question zero of how you can help. And again, she kind of tilts her head. And it's like, it says, "Help! What? What do you mean, help?
3: How do we get you out of this crystal?"
0: And she, the, the head starts shaking, and she goes, "Oh no, 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 no! Mother would be so upset."
2: Hmm. But uh, mm, is there a reason you're in the crystal?
0: It's to protect me. I that's why I can't go to the market, and Mother can go to the market. It's to it's for safety. The clicking is growing louder, Simond.
3: Um, what exactly are you being protected from?
0: Hey, silly, it's my turn. Oh, boy. Are you here to hurt me?
3: No. Mm -mm.
0: Oh, that's good. Um, one second. And she, like, hits the ground with her fist. And there's some, like, vibrations that rush out, like, waves underneath your feet. And it sounds like tinkling almost, um, and the clicks stop.
2: What was, what was that? Was that like a security system?
0: <laughs> oh, um, Mother Leaves, they're not pets. Well, I guess they kind of are, since they're kind of my only friends right now. Other than you guys, you guys are great friends.
1: I have an idea. I am going to use Shapestone mm. to open the crystal and bring, bring the girl's body out from it.
0: What does your shape stone ritual look like?
1: <laughs> um, that's just a standard spell. Let me pull that up. I was, I was going to say, I have a portable RAM,
2: too, if that doesn't work. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> you touch a stone object. I'm assuming crystal is essentially stone. Um of medium size or smaller, or a section of stone no more than five feet in any dimension and form it into any shape that suits your purpose. For example, you could shape a large rock into a weapon, idol, or coffer, or make a small passage through a wall. So I am trying to make a passage through the crystal to remove the girl's body from it.
0: Um, hold on. I'm trying to figure out how this would work.
1: And I'm going to turn to the little girl and say, it's all right. I know how to cure you.
0: As you start to cast the spell. You've cast a spell before, right? Mm-hmm. And it's been pretty effortless. Mm-hmm. There's some pushback. You you definitely are changing the shape of the stone and slowly making a ca- uh, path, but it's almost as if the stone is fighting you. Okay. And as you get further and further in, you're about three feet in, there's a scream. And I'm gonna need... Wisdom saves from all of you.
2: Mm. That's I not got... my strong suit.
3: <laughs> I got a.
2: 21. Hold
3: on. Let me do math. A 24.
2: I got a 12. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Okay. That pain is now redoubled upon you, Rook. And you take seven points of damage okay of psychic damage the other two zero you're not casting so this doesn't super affect you just hear it and you understand that somehow you escaped and Simmond, do you continue is this a concentration spell
1: (laughs) uh no it's it's instantaneous
0: okay so you continue to feel that pushback uh, but you can continue to keep burrowing closer and closer to the girl's body I'm going to keep burrowing. You hear some cracking around you and shattering as you're pushing closer and closer to the girl. And eventually your tunnel opens upon where the body is. And it's actually in its own little bubble within the crystal. So there's kind of space around it. And the girl lying in front of you has dark hair and is pale, and her wrist bones can be seen, as if she's very, very sick. And she seems to be sleeping peacefully. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Zero, your celestial is freaking the freak out. <laughs> <laughs> is not having a good time.
2: What's the? Is the girl reacting? The the, the version metal of her girl
0: yeah. seems to be frozen on the ground in pain.
2: Oh well no stopping now
1: <laughs> uh yeah what do you got simmond uh so have i successfully reclaimed the body of the girl yes i am going to cast true resurrection on it
0: okay read what that one does
1: uh, you touch a creature uh, that died for any reason except old age. If the creature's soul is free and willing, the creature is restored to life with all hit points. This spell closes all wounds, neutralizes all poison, cures all diseases, and lifts any curses.
0: Does the so the the thing you're bringing back to life has to be dead, right? Mm.
1: Oh, she's. Not That's dead. why I referred to the bo- to it as a body. It is a body, correct? She said. I think she said asleep.
0: Yeah, it's it's a body, but it's not a dead body.
1: Oh, it's not it's not a dead body. It's like no. com- Is it like comatose? What is it? Do you want me to roll a medicine check?
0: Yeah, or Arcana. This would also be an arc could be an Arcana check.
1: Uh well, I rolled an eighteen Arcana or medicine. Uh, I got a plus eleven on medicine, so twenty
0: nine. Rook, did you follow? Simmond in there?
2: Yeah. I mean, well,
0: or Simmond, the... did you bring the yeah, body out of you... the crystal?
1: I brought the body out of oh, the okay. crystal. There
2: you okay. go.
0: Okay. As Simmond is trying to figure out what's up with this body, something tickles the back of your mind, Rook. Something you've only heard about. There was tales that there was a process in which a person could be preserved in their state but it was only a theory and it was only a theory that true love and deep sacrifice could create the circumstances for this particular spell in the stone could to work
2: okay i'll relay that memory to my companions and be like i think maybe this is that maybe somebody figured out how to do it mother i guess so she's preserved
1: she's near death um and the process has stopped there all right
0: with your medicine check like verge of death this person wakes up then they they're going to die
2: hmm
1: counterpoint we have the ability for true resurrection (laughs)
0: why does this always end in the death of children uh, the
2: those, the moral compass is spinning we're gonna save her that's if true it dies, we can bring her back
3: you have a paladin and true resurrection we're good
2: is does it I, I i you said it removed curses would it return them to a state of full health or like of like good
1: health yes well, Where it cures all diseases, cancer, whatever. Oh,
2: man. Oh, man. That is the that is the, moral, the moral question, isn't it? Uh, I mean, you have a fair point, Simon. We could <laughs> uh, counter counterpoint. We haven't figured out what the mother
1: situation is. You suppose they'll be mad about that? I don't think so. I think they wanted to cure her. They just didn't have the means. Now they do. I
2: mean, hey, you guys are the healers. I'm just here to punch stuff, so I'm down. I know this is
1: very ethically sticky, though. <laughs> we could always just monitor the situation, too. Uh, you know, healer's oath, do no harm. We could just carry this body with us, monitor for vital signs, and look for Mother to explain the plan and try to get consent.
2: Uh, consent is important here. <laughs> So
3: how is this body now after that he did his true resurrection? Is she still like on the verge of death?
2: Well, I didn't do
1: it yet because it's not a corpse.
2: Oh. So right now it's just motionless comatose. Um, I'm going to go ahead and
3: use one of the cure wounds for my prayer beads and attempt to heal the body for a total of just 14 hit points.
0: Are you trying... What are you trying to accomplish with the healing of the body?
3: Just to bring her... Make her less closer to death?
1: Are you trying to make her conscious?
0: Yeah. So as you heal her, her skin kind of regains some color, but she's still unconscious.
2: Hmm. This is deeper seated than we thought.
0: But the metal version of... What you're assuming is this girl, because they're similar enough, is now able to stand. And she kind of looks at you and says, I think, is mother calling? Because she's keeping with the game of questions.
1: I hope so. Hmm.
2: Where is your mother? Did we... She, I guess we asked that already. She went to market. Oh, boy. Do you guys want to just see if we can get... Is that, wh- it, There were the other tunnels, I suppose. Do we just meander onto another tunnel with the body? (laughs) Like you said, just keep an eye on it?
1: That's my plan. I feel like we're going to run into Mother soon. All right. right.
0: So you have, if you're backtracking out of that tunnel, actually, as you backtrack out of that tunnel, you see sitting in the middle of the previous room what what looks like two monstrous mountains, but they're miniature-sized, so they look like mountain faces in a mini-mountain. (laughs) are standing frozen weapons drawn facing that tunnel ah
1: the pets or non pets oh yes yeah she called them they're
0: unmoving and the girl is skipping in front of you Uh and she says oh yeah I have to stop them sometimes sometimes they don't like our friends
2: hmm so you
0: have as you're coming out of that tunnel you have one to your left which was previously to your right when you walked in and then one to the right, that was previous your, your left. Like you've just, you've got two branches.
2: Hmm. You guys want to flip for it, or do we want to be strategic about it? I feel like we just always choose left. That's true. Let's do it. As you Go walk left. in,
0: as you walk into the left, uh, you are in some kind of sleeping quarters, and they look pretty plain. Um, they are also covered in a layer of dust and. But they seem to be for an adult, and there aren't many belongings here, almost as if most of them have crumbled to time, and there's just a bed and some drawers.
2: I feel like mother might be on a longer market trip than <laughs> the girl led us to believe uh is it is there anything can I do an investigation check of the room? Yes, um, I got a. Investigation. I got a sixteen.
0: Are you like digging through her drawers?
2: Yeah, I think so. If there was, especially if there was any sort of like, like desk or, you know, workspace type thing.
0: As you are rifling through her drawers, and um, there isn't a desk in here, which is strange. Uh, you do come across a scrap of paper that has drawings of a crystal, like a diagram, and on it written in pretty big letters is celestial question mark and it's underlined
2: i take it and i show it to zero because he's got the celestial mindset and oh and the guy i got there's also a celestial with us potentially <laughs> still uh, so i hand it to zero to say hey hey look at this this might be up your alley
3: um i'm gonna go ahead and take the paper and just turn to the celestial did they attempt to summon a celestial
0: here Summon is one way to put that.
3: Or did Mm. they try to create one?
2: Or trap one.
0: The Celestial kind of like shrugs and is thinking. Hmm. And it's just kind of like they don't know how to phrase this in a way that'll get around their magical gag order. And they kind of point to the other hall and they're like, well, more answers might be there can and it it turns to the girl and it says can you show us more and the girl says yes that's your question and runs off to the other side all right well
2: chase simon do you need help with that body or are you uh you got it oh no this is nothing all right
0: so it doesn't even feel like anything to you
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll print just a purse yeah We'll I mean, move is on it it is
1: in the description of, of Simmons' race that they can pick up and hurl large boulders as if they were catapults.
2: Oh, wow. We're going to have to try that later with me. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately, <laughs> the uh, the mechanics of D&D don't really account for much damage from that. Well, that's it deals 1d4. Right.
2: Wow. Aww. That's a cute little boulder. Right? <laughs> uh, okay, it's we'll follow the... I know right. But if you threw me,
1: that could be fun. There are fall damage mechanics that are very interesting in <laughs> D&D. <laughs> All
0: right. Okay. Um, you guys follow her down a cavern and it goes kind of around a slight curve and you're in a uh, you come into an even bigger open space than the previous cavern that held her body. And this is where the interesting stuff is. It's set up like a lab. So there's beakers and there's magic, well, what you assume were magic texts. They're all covered in, you know, dust and kind of decaying, spread about on tables. And there's, in the middle is like a gurney. And in the corner, there is like a children's toy box that's kind of open and toys are strewn everywhere. And there's other um, human side, not human crystals that matched the beacons that were above ground sticking Hmm. out in the corners of the room as well
2: okay so we found the workshop basically uh but there's no one in here
0: nope
1: do we see anything else in this room
0: the girl the metal girl is standing in the middle just waiting
1: for us or does
2: she seem like she's waiting for something else
0: She's staring at the direction you're coming from. But since she doesn't have a face, you can't really tell if she's like... That's fair. ...waiting for you guys or waiting for something else. Do you step into the room? (laughs) Of course. Uh, As your feet hit the floor, a blinding blue light shines from the metal girl. And you realize it's a projection. And you can see, running around the room is this projection of a woman who looks to be the mother of the girl, except for she has silver eyes. So she looks almost exactly like the girl, just older with more wrinkles and her hair is fading slightly, but her eyes are piercing, even in the blue light. And she's muttering to herself, running. And in the projection, you can see like books are being rummaged through and she's mumbling to herself. And then another light lights up. And the Celestial at this, almost that you summoned, Zero, almost feels sad. You get just this sad feeling as the second light lights up and reveals another Celestial being running around behind her. And they seem to be having some kind of conversation. And the woman with the silver eyes breaks down and there's no sound. Um, And the woman with the silver eyes like breaks down crying into the other Celestial's arms as she tries to comfort her. And then the movie f- fades away. Or memory, I guess you could say. Fades away.
2: Hmm. So we're catching a little glimpse of uh, Mother, I assume.
1: What happens next?
0: The metal girl is staring at you. Oh, wait, are you asking that of her?
1: Oh, no, I was asking the DM. But um, I guess I would ask her, what is this new place you brought me to?
0: This is Mother's workshop. She's She's trying really hard to to save me. I I'm sick. I I don't seem to remember why. Um but yeah, this is where we hang out.
2: Huh. Well, okay. I guess we'll go in and explore around a little bit.
0: Are you digging for more journals, Rook?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I want I want to go to the desk I missed out on in the bedroom.
0: Okay, give me an investigation check. So zero. While Rook is out rummaging, your celestial turns to you and says, don't you see can't can't you see now
3: Mm. um (laughs) so the girl was dying i'm guessing and the mother was friends with the celestial that
2: used their magic to bring her back or to put her into stasis or something like that i got a 15
0: with a 15 you find a journal and you're not a magical person, so you don't quite understand the symbols on the front. But you do notice that this one doesn't seem to have aged as much as the other papers you found. And inside there's diagrams of magic rituals, and there's all these things. But towards the back, because there are several blank pages within, it says, I must have a mother's sacrifice. Hopefully someone someday can save her. But for now, this is our only hope.
2: Oh, because well, because they said that the or the my lore was that to get this to work it required a sacrifice. So she saved her daughter by killing herself or doing something to herself, maybe. Yes. But, is that the,
0: yes? That is exactly what you get. From
2: so, that. so mother, and I'll say this as Rook, and I'll to the team I'll say, well, I don't think mother's just at market. I think maybe. She's a little bit further than that. And I hand them the book and show them the entry about sacrifice.
1: Okay. So what is powering all of this now? How were those people taken if if there's no, or I turn to the little metal girl. Did you take your new friends?
0: Yes. Do you want to meet them?
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes we do.
0: <laughs> okay. And she takes off again um, to the right and it's, Almost like a secondary chamber, but the hallway to it is so large that it practically could be the same room. And you see catacombed in the wall, more bodies that are also in stasis. However, these seem to be aging. And you know, one of them was an elven man um, who was the brother of Reina, and he looks very similar to her. They could almost be twins. And he seems to be aging quite quickly for an elf uh, and seems to be losing some of his youthful radiance. And there's some dwarves also trapped within the wall and they're wearing uh, the lab coats that are similar to Raina's and some security gear. So you can make the assumption that they were um, her guards that helped with the research and protecting the property. And there are other catacombs that are empty, save for a few scraps of fabric and there are still others that look like they contain skeletal remains.
3: Zero is going to go ahead and turn to the Celestial and just ask a very direct question. Is she using the life force of these people to maintain her youth, question mark? Or just maintain her life in general?
0: You can't sustain someone from death without sacrificing some life. Uh
1: uh-huh. hmm so I turn to my cohorts again and say, "Is it time to move forward with this plan?"
2: This, so,
1: are you guys familiar with uh,
2: Mr. Freeze? Because that's basically what's happening, Batman. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I understand now. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta. I think, I think you're right, Simon. I think maybe we need to break the cycle because those are our friends in the wall, or at least not our friends, but we we need them for the mission. And they don't look too hot. Agreed. Can Zero? I? No. I was going to say, I have these paints that I have yet to use. I have the marvelous pigment paints that allow me to paint something that then becomes real. And okay. can I paint on the crystal?
0: Yeah, it's crystal.
2: Can I just paint a hole? Because like one of the things I can make is like doors, uh, windows, gaps in walls, things like that. And... Y-
0: yes, are you prof- you're proficient in...
2: Painting supplies, yes.
0: Yeah, okay, then yes. Okay. Um, You can. Do you want to roll to see how fancy of a door you paint? Of course I do. Or how quickly you paint? (laughs) I would like to paint a
2: crystal door in front of the brother and see if we can extract him, maybe. And I, if we're talking performance, probably? Yeah, yeah. I got a 13. <laughs> it's
0: it's it's a decent door. Like, it's better than most people would be able to paint. But you know, deep in your bones, you could have done better. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you didn't get to add in all those little, like, yeah. finishing touch details. But it <laughs> works. And there's now an opening in the crystal to the brother.
2: Okay, I would like to open it and extract him, I
0: guess? You just grab on him and yank
2: is he, st- well, is he, like, attached? <laughs> I'm not going to no. just yank. I'm not going to just yank if he's, like, st- hooked into something.
0: No, he's just, like... Yeah,
2: I'll I'll grab him and pull him out and set him down. Yoink. As I'm minute- three and a half feet tall grabbing an elf, <laughs> but you get it.
0: Just kind of dump him over your back. Yeah. Uh, as you lay him out into the main chamber out of the honeycomb, he, like, gasps for breath. And he's like, wait, what? Oh, ah, uh, and like climbs to his feet. Rather rickety, mind you. Like he, you know, is exhausted, but he is scared. And he goes, what? Who? There is a lady. What uh, lady?
1: Yeah.
2: The,
0: her. And he points to the metal woman and like sees that you're a rather tall and broad fellow Simon and like hides behind you.
1: All right. Who's going to do it?
3: <laughs> we got gonna have to kill her i mean i don't really know what other option there is i know we have to break the spell somehow and she's taking life so as a paladin of vengeance i think it just
1: to do this for the greater good all right do you want to do the honors
2: i guess i don't have a choice <laughs> wait are we oh, oh, hang on real quick are we
1: talking about the metal girl or the real girl we're talking about killing the real girl so I can so I can true true resurrection her. All right.
3: Okay, I'm going to attempt. I'm going to draw my sword and attempt to stab it through the girl's heart.
0: <laughs> the brother definitely goes, "Whoa, whoa, what? Isn't she Uh, As you're going to do that, you you are just literally stabbing a little girl in front of this dude.
2: (laughs) I'll just reach up and pat him and be like, hey, it's fine, man. We already figured it out. Uh, Just uh, watch this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, roll to attack.
2: (laughs) How many kids did you kill in your campaign today, folks?
0: What'd you get, zero?
2: One second. Oh, sorry.
0: No, you're good.
2: I
1: got. Yep, I got a thirty. <laughs> oh my goodness! Jeez. I suspect her AC is very low, being a little girl who is comatose. Uh,
0: yeah, y- that like does that does it. Plus, some. um, you can <laughs> go ahead and, and and roll me some damage there.
2: I I will look on in in oh, fast. hold on one second. Okay.
0: Okay. Repeat what you just said.
2: I was going to say I'll look on in, uh, in fascination as, as uh, Zero <laughs> finishes the job and I'm, I'm, like, wistfully watching it happen. One day. day. Sorry. One okay, day. Okay,
3: we're we're good, we're good, we're good. It's just thoughts of killing a child. Um, so I hit her with 25 damage. <laughs> and then she's still not dead. I get an extra attack.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's still not dead. Okay, I'm gonna hit her again.
2: <laughs> the most Is it, unceremonious. Uh,
0: like,
3: so can't look
2: 26. Look will that hit?
0: No, in fact, no. I'm kidding. It does. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- as you're doing this, the metal version of her just seems like frozen, as if it's been struck too. Um, and as long as you roll some damage, because mm-hmm. you've hit.
3: So I did. Um. 27
0: oh yeah she's she's deader than a doornail <laughs> and uh Simond, you can tell now she's dead dead
1: okay now <laughs> i am going to quickly scatter some diamond dust over her and pray to the gods of nature uh and will her back to life in full health As I do so, I'm focusing on her spirit that I'm assuming is within the body of the metal woman to, if it's willing, to come back to her original body.
0: As you do this, (laughs) the body kind of begins to float and the crystals seem to glow and they glow stronger and stronger. And the metal body all of a sudden collapses from within and hits the crystal with a clang of metal. And then the girl in front of you comes back to life and her wounds all heal and her skin becomes healthy and you don't see her collarbones and her wrist bones anymore. And she opens her eyes and takes a breath.
2: (laughs) I look up at the guy next to me and I'm like, see, I told you it was going to be fine.
3: (laughs) We got this. (laughs) Yeah. Is anything else happening around the room? Like, is anything happening with any of the crystals? Are people falling out of them? Are the crystals cracking? What's going on around us?
0: Yes, so as her eyes open, the honeycombs seem to open up in the front, and the two men that they had fell out. And some of the other ones have opened, but there's nothing in there, or the bones within them just fall apart to dust. Um, However, you all hear slash feel the sadness retreating that's been all around you in these crystals and it's replaced with joy and in the other room you do hear a large large crack but that's the only crack you hear.
1: Uh. So quick vote from the party is it time for us to go? Uh, We should probably investigate that large crack. All All right. right. Just everyone stay close, and if we need to, I have a way to get us out of here in a hurry. Okay, let's go, and we'll we'll
2: maybe I'll we'll keep all the uh, the people like between us, so they're in the middle of the group. What is my celestial doing? (laughs) Oh yeah,
0: it's not panicking anymore. Oh okay, and it looks kind of interest like curious, and it the girl is also kind of looking around because i'm assuming is she is she on the ground is she in your arms, Simmond? i think she's walking she's good okay so she stood up and you left her on the ground and she says hello can i whoa i who are you
1: well Ooh, she don't remember nothing we
3: were a group of adventurers that came to investigate people going just dis- people disappearing and we found you in this crystal catacomb. We saved your body from the crystal catacomb. You had some weird animatronic doll that was strange that crumbled. And then we brought you back to life after we had to kill you.
1: <laughs> so honest. We didn't need to tell her that part.
0: <laughs> you, but, okay, so, so that's, it's not a d- dream then. Um, oh, have you, have you seen my mother's?
3: plural mothers
0: question mark yeah one of them's like a dragon and the other's like a celestial they're pretty well known around these parts what year is it
1: we tell her the year yeah thank you
0: (laughs) (laughs) and she like panics and she she goes no 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 and you realize rook that the last entry had been dated you know several hundred years before
2: oh boy uh
0: we know uh, this
1: required the sacrifice of a mother um i wonder if either mother could still be around well
0: the celestial being hearing your wail goes shakes its head sadly
3: oh they both dead oh oh yes.
0: it shakes its head
2: well when well. <laughs>
0: yeah uh
2: you guys want uh who wants to tell her Oh, I can. Um, so, okay.
3: <laughs> one of your mothers, we know, sacrificed herself for this spell to work. So unfortunately, she is no longer around. And according to my Celestial over here, your other one is not around as well. I'm sorry for the bad news,
1: but... <laughs> Them, them's the brakes. Just know that they gave themselves to save you, because they loved you. They did their best, I'm sure.
0: Uh, She kind of looks around She and goes, I, okay, um, I, I'm, um, and, like, she's, like, trying to process stuff, and she kind of starts walking in the direction of the laboratory and says, thank you, I, I guess, um, do, do you guys know the way out, or...
2: Actually, no, we
3: have no idea. <laughs> Can you come with us to the crack crystal sound real quick? We just want to investigate and see what's going on over there.
0: Oh, um, yeah, that's, uh, if, um, I mean, I don't remember a lot. A lot of it's still pretty fuzzy. Uh, let me. And she goes and she starts digging in the desk drawer, the same one that you found the journal in. Did you return it? Or do you still have it? Oh,
2: no, I would have kept it.
0: Um, it should be. Uh, it should be right here. I'm looking for a journal and it has like these,
2: uh, (laughs) I pull it out and I will be like, is it this one right here?
0: And she goes, yes. Are you thieves? Are you thieves? No,
3: we were investigating. Yeah. We're like detectives.
0: Okay. And she like flips open to a page and she's like, and it's, and she's mumbling to herself and she walks next to the wall and she goes, it's, it's probably just the inner mechanisms. And she's like, hits it really hard with her fist and um, above you, a spiral staircase cracks again and starts spinning down to the center of the room. And she says, "It. it I mean, if, it, if it's really been that long, it's probably just got caught up. I mean, how did you guys get in here if the staircase was caught?
3: Do you know anything we- about portals? <laughs> <laughs> we got friends in high places, literally.
0: Oh, OK, I, I guess that makes sense i i have a lot to catch up on don't i
3: yep yes you do i know the how about we get you out of here and get you some food
1: to catch you up on all these things she's a scientist
3: the deer i'm just
1: kidding (laughs) come on up with us and go up the spiral staircase
4: Uh,
0: okay um and she starts heading up the staircase assuming that you all will follow and the dwarves and the brother following around along like, okay, we would like to leave, please.
3: We're all moving yep. up the staircase. Let's do Sweet. it.
0: And as you hit the top, um, sunlight is filtering down and you are in the front yard of the house. And Reyna is sitting on the porch, kind of tapping what you would assume is anxiously, and the deer is bedded down in the front lawn and the wolf is sitting there and as you guys come up she hops up and she sees her brother and she runs over and hugs him and says you're you're not dead I I thought you were dead and then I was worried and I couldn't figure it. and it like just goes off as he's trying to be like yeah I'm not dead and then she like pulls him back and goes but you're so old
3: <laughs> so, so- yeah, Raina, I have great news for you I don't know if you've ever wanted children But we have a child you can adopt right here <laughs> We just You're brought so her blunt. back from the dead Literally
2: Also your brother was stuck In a crystal wall And it seemed to be sucking The life out of
3: him Oh it didn't seem to be He was stuck in a crystal wall That was sucking out the life of him uh, it's I,
2: I guess I was it. trying to be vague For no real good reason That's exactly what happened <laughs>
1: But some of that life got deposited in this girl, so she's kind of already a blood relation. (laughs) So she's your adopted child now.
3: Through life-giving
1: energy. She has some really fantastic scientific theories and a notebook to go over with you.
3: Yeah, we found this whole book. It's amazing. I'm sure our companion will give it up.
0: (laughs) Um, The girl kind of looks at Raya and goes, Yeah, um, if you live here... we." We probably should talk. I'm surprised you haven't triggered the traps yet. Um, And then Raina goes, oh, yes, the the golems, right? Yeah, we had two of those. And then, like, just kind of walk off towards the front of the house. And then as they go to go in, Reyna goes, oh, um, payment, right. Uh, do, is there anything in particular you want? Or is it just like a cash fee? I wasn't really sure.
3: Do you have any dragon eggs?
0: Wow. <laughs> uh, no. Um, I could give you a bit of crystal, or I could just give you, you know, a hundred thousand gold. I'm pretty sure I have a bag here somewhere.
2: I'd take the crystal. Stuff seems cool. I'll just take the gold. Do the crystals do
0: anything? Uh, the- I'm not sure. We don't generally take them off. And she kind of looks at the girl, and the girl goes, Oh, um, well, it... Depends, but they should at least tell you if there's any Celestials around and help protect you from their magic because, you know, it is kind of in su- in, um, infused with Mom's energy.
3: Oh, I'm a walking Celestial detector. I mean.
0: <laughs> so 100,000 gold for you as well? Yeah,
3: that's okay. I want the crystal.
0: Okay. All right, she hands you, like, it's like an elfist size. With a yeah, like head size for you. Sweet crystal. Um and she just kinda goes, Um, you guys can stay if you want. We are gonna have a theater performance theoretically. I did hire somebody to come. I wasn't sure what the protocol was, but thank you.
1: Sure. <laughs> also, um, I'm just gonna the 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 deer is still standing over here, right? Mm-hmm. Um and I'm gonna just take a few minutes here, and again, recast, talk to animals, and just be like, "Yo, dear, do you
0: have a name?" Uh, the the human calls me Arjan. Arjan, good enough.
1: Okay, can I ask you to do me a favor?
0: Maybe. You see that
1: little guy over there, the one that, that was riding you earlier?
0: Ah, yes, the the your child.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you think you could do me a favor and just keep an eye on him? He gets in a lot of trouble.
0: I can't... I don't want to leave my... I, I don't want to leave my friend, but I can watch him when he's on the property. where were the dragonflies not entertaining enough? I've, it's been a while since we've had a child around.
1: No, I just mean, like, to keep him safe. He could really... I mean, I think that your friends here are kind of out of trouble now. And I don't know. I just feel like you could... Do a lot of good in the world keeping other keep keeping keeping other people out of trouble you did so well here you know
0: true and he kind of walks over are you gonna ask reyna because he's kind of like looking at reyna like i don't know what to do here we can ask <laughs> reyna too <laughs> or explaining to reyna what's going on because he looks at you and he goes i i can't talk to the human it's weird that i i, I it's weird i can talk to you
1: yeah um, I'm going to roll an 18 for Persuasion to her. What's my plus to Persuasion? Um, do, 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 do. Only a plus one, so 19. And then I get an advantage for him. Oh, and I got a nat 20 for the deer. So, um, But I'm going to ask Reyna, hey, do you think the Argon here, uh, do you think he could tag along and... Keep an eye on Zero. I think they made a really great pair earlier. And, you know, I think he could really use the help.
0: Uh, She kind of looks towards Arjan and says, I I mean, I guess if that's what you want, I don't think we're in any dangers from the crystals now that we have access to them. And that's really the only thing that would have kept him from going. And the deer kind of looks at her and, like, does one of those, like, bow things and presses his head against her chest and looks at you, Simon, and says... Tell the tell my friend I will be back, and oh. goes to stand next to Zero.
1: He says that he'll uh, he'll he'll come back someday. Oh God, I gotta keep. And this then he goes proceeds
0: to what what kind of hairstyle do you have, Zero? Just like
3: short, kind of messy.
0: And he proceeds to start licking your hair like he's trying to groom you. Oh my god! He a hundred percent sees you as a child. Uh
1: huh. Okay. All right. Very good.
3: Zero's so just gonna enjoy the moment.
0: Um. All right. Is there anything else? Do you guys want to stay for the theater performances? Or are you headed back to the guild? We I gotta stay the for
3: the theater performances in case I need to revivify anyone.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah.
2: I want to stay, for sure. I want to I want to see what this reputation is.
0: So as the night fades on, you hear close to dark a wagon coming up the drive. And the Purple Boot Theater Wagon arrives. And it's black and definitely has the words, hearse, bring out your dead, <laughs> painted over. And Punnett hops out and says, oh, you stayed, how excellent. And the dwarves and the brother all have gotten healed and are sitting around a campfire and punnett brings out a broken guitar and some other people bring out some like hoops and some acrobatics and you proceed to see the absolute least entertaining show um the co- guitar is off tune. punnett's singing is almost like screeching and the acrobatics are lit. they're like standing there and like bear crawling through the hoops and you drink into the night I'm assuming if you drink (laughs) because it's one of those performances Mm -hmm. and the night fades into morning and you guys head back to the guild and And that is our adventure
2: and no one died are you sure no one died wow did not have to revive by one soul
0: yes no one died surprisingly I'm gonna
2: be like boo (laughs) I'm just kidding (laughs) we Um, even killed someone today (laughs)
0: and that has been our adventure of the fire breathing kittens today today we are joined by Simmons. see you later rook uh
2: i still feel morally confused
3: and zero we killed a girl and i got a baby deer what a great day
1: (laughs) honey you are the baby deer oh
0: rook do you have a review for us i do
2: i do i do i do hang on Okay. Uh, This one is from Jerry B3. It just says, the show is great. It's fun that they mix up the cast every week. So every listen feels fresh. So thanks, Jerry. Thanks,
0: Jerry. Bye.
2: All right. Goodbye.
1: Hey there, friend. My name's Chris. And I'm Derek. And we're co-hosts of the Cynical Nerd Podcast. Do you like fart jokes and superhero movies? Or maybe you prefer flatulence humor and comic book films. We discuss life, fatherhood, and any movie or show unlucky enough to attract our attention. You should come check us out. We have over 80 episodes to listen to and release new ones each week. We're on all major podcasting platforms, and you can interact with us on Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter at the Cynical Nerd. And we just opened a merch shop that includes Cad Bane peering through a glory hole, so... He's got a thing for silver foxes, we understand. We'll see you there.